Hey friends, welcome to Multifamily Mondays with me, Pam. I was able to find financial freedom, become job optional, become financially independent, retired early, whatever the hell you want to call it. I found my new path. So I was able to quit my full-time job in two years from engineering. I've been doing it for over 10 years now. And I'm here to tell you in 10 minutes or less, or maybe sometimes more, depending on how my brain is flowing, how I did it, help answer questions. It's my way of giving back to the community now. So stay tuned. Hey guys, Pam here. So today I'm going to talk about um, the 12 steps to becoming job optional is finally becoming a book. Thanks to all the feedback I've received from you guys in the past year. Um, one of my old podcast episodes is about the 12 steps that I took and I did a quick summary and then I wrote, um, I published an article about it as well. And so now it's becoming a book and I'm excited about it. Um, for those of you who are watching this on my YouTube podcast uh, playlist, uh, Pardon my hair. It looks a little wild. And for those of you listening to this podcast, let me describe it to you. Uh, I just showered and don't feel like doing my hair. I Actually, I hardly do my hair, but it's just a hot, wild mess today. And it's starting to rain, which is kind of rare in Southern California. So I'm enjoying the view um, and then thought I'd just, you know, stay comfortable and stay warm. Got the heater on blast. Yes, I know we're spoiled Southern Californians. At least I am. And I can barely handle 60 degree weather without freezing my butt off. Um, but today, when it talked about the book that I'm writing that's going to be published sometime this year, no guarantees when. Um, I'm aiming for at least before August timeframe, so stay tuned. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our email um, email list or whatever we call it, we send out email campaigns monthly to keep you updated of upcoming programs, events, uh, sponsorships that we've had happen, and also you know the book launch. And I would love to see you at the look book launch party whenever uh, whenever we set the dates. Um, to be honest, the low hanging fruit is me. My editors sent me a, you know, a whole slew of reviews and revisions to do, and I just rented an Airbnb uh, to spend the night, and I knocked it all out last night. So it's back to them, crossing fingers. We don't do any more revisions, um, because let me put it out there, guys. I am not a writer by trade. It is one of the hardest things for me to do, because as an engineer, I write by numbers. That's how my brain works. I really suck with writing. However, um, it was one of my goals to just to just write a book so that way uh, it can reach people who read books because I'm a book nerd myself I love reading books I love dog earring books and kind of highlighting and taking notes so it's one of my uh, one of my goals in life so I'm like check off the bucket list let's write this book let's get it out there uh, documenting so to speak my my journey that perhaps could help you out. Um, there are many ways to go about this to become job optional. And then when you're happy on the other side, you just wanna kinda throw the rope back to help others along the way. So that's where I'm at in my life right now. And guys, I don't own like 10 yachts. I'm not a bazillionaire like Jay-Z and Beyonce, no. But we're happy, we're comfortable, and knock on wood, um, if anything should happen between uh, me and my husband, I have more than enough to take care of my family that I don't have to go back and work a W-2 job. So I think that's kind of the new way of thinking where most of us are, are going through right now with our, our shifts in our lifestyles. And 
and uh, with the pandemic kind of pushing us into what they call now the great resignation or the great retreat or whatever the crap it is. In all honesty, it's just forcing us to really be content with ourselves and to find new ways to be happy, right? No longer, um, no longer does it work where we have to do the traditional sense of working till we're like 65 and then retire. Um, I don't believe in that. I believe if you want to retire early, you deserve it. You deserve to be happy doing things that you want to do in life. And that's kind of always been uh, my journey really is to help inspire you guys. Um, For me, my specialty is obviously in multifamily investing because I love it. I really love seeing the small changes I make in my um, apartment communities. And I think you can still be kind and become successful and operate with love and compassion. Yes, you're going to get some bad fruit up in the mix, but hey, that's part of the business in everywhere you go, right? There's always crappy people around wherever you are in life. You just don't need to be bogged down by them and you move forward and problem solve and and go on from there. But today's uh, podcast episode is not about that. It's about the book that I'm writing that I want to share because I just finished it um, last night and I added this section about goals and writing goals and it got me so excited. And so I hope that you guys don't find it cheesy when it gets published, but it, it's kind of a window snapshot into my vulnerability, into my quirky mind of how things work. And um, in my brain, I mean. And uh, the one thing I've learned is that when you write things down and when you put it out there, uh, it will help you manifest it sooner. I think that's my theory. Just don't know when because, you know, it depends on what the universe wants for you. But if you write it down, you get to kind of dream big, get creative and all of that. And I think you guys deserve that. And I think that's what excites me to really share with you guys what's going on. So the book's going to talk about essentially the 12 steps that I kind of took and I've woven in kind of like my personal anecdotes about like my story. And then I end each chapter with Pam's tips, basically the tips that were, I feel important to me that I didn't really at the time so um want to save you time on it for those of you who like the cliff notes versions um that's basically how each chapter is uh structured because i i like having a system so it'll begin with pam's story and then it'll talk about um that section whatever it is whatever the topic is and then at the end there'll be pam's tips and then towards the end of the book um i'll talk about what has motivated me what keeps me motivated and and i share about the goals which is super exciting for me it's also um scary too because it's like i'm putting them myself out there i'll probably be judged by some people but that's for that's a growth opportunity for me to get over that because at the end of the day who cares right if they want to judge me it's it's okay what it's it's not gonna hurt me although i may feel um self-conscious about it but what i've learned in my limited time on earth here is that hurt people hurt others and sometimes they don't mean to so you just let it roll off or practice trying to let it roll off, right? I, I know I'm not perfect at all times. Sometimes I could get offended easily. But anyways, it's um, it's a book that's near and dear to my heart. And it's been kind of like a personal challenge goal, which is to write something for that long, for that length, and to see it come to life. Now, I've had the opportunity to approach it from either a traditional publishing route, which is amazing working with literary agents, but the 
the con is that you kind of lose the ownership of the whole book, meaning um, their team of editors will tell you how they want it written, the way they prefer it, because they do have the experience, or sometimes they may not, but they think um, that this is the best way it'll sell, because at the end of the day, the, the publishing houses are there to really sell your book, right? They care about you too, but not as much as you care about your baby, your book baby. Um, but their job, first and foremost, is to sell that book for you. So the editors will come back, and so don't uh, don't get disheartened if they come back and they say, hey, you know, we're going to redline everything and start from scratch. And then on top of that, um, you don't have artistic uh, control either. So maybe you designed your book cover or had your team design it and you want to go with whatever you had envisioned or even the book title. It might all get scrapped. So that's one of the downsides. But the, one of the best sides of a traditional publishing house is that once you're in the system, they agree to work with you, um, the, you are part of their distribution system in which they are an expert in. So your book will get pushed through all the right channels instead of you having to figure out who to distribute to. So there are pros and cons to it. Um, I hope one day I can work with a traditional publishing house. I'm realizing that as I'm doing this back and forth with my lit agent, I don't know if I wanna wait over a year to see it published. And that's just probably me. Um, who I am. I'm very action oriented. So I think for my first book, this one, I'm really going to run with self-publishing. At this moment in time, though, I am approaching both angles the same time, to be honest, out there. So uh, I could change my mind is what I'm trying to say. But at the moment in time, um, I think I'm probably going to go with self-publishing because my content director does great artwork. He's already finished the book uh, cover design. And as I said, I really kicked back my uh, my final revisions and edits to my team of editors internally and externally. And so it's it's a matter of just kind of wrapping it all up and putting a bow on it. Um, but I'm excited to really share it with you guys. This is my biggest baby of the year. And it's going to help out a lot when I uh, start launching my summits, which we're doing this year as well locally. Um, I think I want to go to some of the local Orange County colleges first. Um, to reach out to the students and, and see how, how the subject lands with them, how the content lands. I'm also working with my uh, crew network, um, local connections. They're going to bring me in to speak this October. So we're working on that as well. And I'm bringing in two of my favorite speakers. One, Her name is Deborah Fine. She, um, she wrote The Fine Art of Small Talk, and she is one of the best national speakers on how to network and is now a personal friend and a mentor tour of mine. So I'm bringing her into the multifamily summit as well. And then my newer friend, um, Shannon Alter, who's also another talented leader and a speaker. And she's going to talk about how to sell yourself without being that like sleazy salesman type, right? Because at the end of the day, we are all representing ourselves as our brand, wherever you go in life, even if you're an employee, even if you don't own your own company, right? You are selling yourself at all times. So the sooner we kind of shift our mindset uh, to be genuine about who we are and to just approach it from that sense. I think we can learn a lot of tips from Shannon about it as well. And let's see. So yeah, so we're going to have that multifamily summit in October. So stay tuned.
that I'll keep you guys posted and that's going to correlate well with the book launch so I think um, my PR team wants to kind of get that going together uh, so I'm excited guys basically this podcast is about the book uh, the summit and then I would love to ask you guys for tips on what you think college students would love to hear because I recently got tapped on the shoulder to become the co-director of the real estate center or the center for real estate uh, for Cal State Fullerton so I'm working with the, um, with the dean and the associate dean of the college of business and econ to really try to develop um, the club, the center, to work together, to form uh, down the line a real estate program that would be super beneficial for college students. And I'm super excited about that because in Orange County, we have so many amazing colleges. Um, and I want to bring in even other colleges as well, like UCI, USC, uh, Cal Poly Pomona. Um, let's see, where, where else? There's so many all around us here. And then let's see, we can kind of expand it further because at the end of the day, we need to help the students, right? Um, and if students care about real estate as much as I do, why not help them and help them see the world around them and help connect them with industry professionals? Um, because I think what I've realized in the past few years here of doing guest lectures and speaking at colleges and universities is that the students are just presented by brokerages or by brokers who come on site to recruit. And so they think that if you go into real estate, you have to become a broker or an agent. And I'm here to tell you that you don't. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. So kind of on that mission um, to help serve, you know, our real estate students in the most fruitful way possible, especially after they're now coming back from um, a virtual program or maybe they're doing a hybrid program. So gosh, I can't imagine what they're going through right now with just like having to deal with life um, changing, right? Because uh, colleges are most one of our other most formative years of trying to determine our future. And then also on top of that, just trying to survive, right? So maybe they have some side gigs, side jobs, and then they're thinking about opening their own business or maybe going into real estate, but then they also need to pay their bills or find food, get enough food to eat or, uh, you know, and then finish and graduate. Oh, that's a lot going on. So um, I'm on this mission and I feel like the universe has kind of put me here in that position. And so I think the book combined with multifamily summits, my virtual classes is all leading to this moment to really help students in a very beneficial way. And I'm not sure what's next. So I'm just really excited. It's like kind of snowballing into something super fun. Um, but I want to put it out there in the universe, put it out there with you guys as well. Like if there's any tips and uh, ideas or suggestions, I'm all ears, guys, because I think, you know, the more we work to connect with our population or the people out there, the better we can serve one another, right? Because what I think may be important to you may not really be important to you and you might want to learn about something else. So if there's anything that I can shed some light on or help on, please, please let me know. In, um, email me at info at letsgocreatewealth.com and my team, they can help kind of, uh, you know, bring it to my attention uh, with some of the topics you guys want to learn. So uh, a little sneak peek on the book. I mean, I talked about uh, the goals that I started writing down. I have like over 30 goals, I think, or maybe I trimmed it down to 30 once I started writing it. I was like, who cares? Who like who wants to read all of Pam's random thoughts? Right. So I have to trim it down. Um, but essentially on there, I talk about my first steps I took. Uh, to, for example, finding a mentor or how I uh, learned how to become a multifamily investor and how I formed and forged my own path. My first deal was a six unit deal in San Diego. I partnered with three people and I do talk about how I raised capital 
and how I was able to kind of change my mindset to try to get to where I wanted to get. And I didn't even know what the path held for me. I just remembered that uh, sitting at my cubicle um, as an engineer, I was like, this can't be it. I need to do something else and I want to do something else. As much as I love, 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 love the technical aspect of my job, I really wanted to have more control of my time, be at home, travel when I wanted to travel on my own dime, not because the company's sending me uh, to to do something. It's, it's when I want to go. And then also to have my health with me because when you guys read the book, I'll talk a little bit about what triggered me um, to really set on this course. And it was because my dad was very ill when he uh, had to retire early and I thought I don't want that I, I I feel bad for my parents who worked so hard just to get me through college and and to make a better living than they ever could have um, and then now they can't travel the world because of their health issues and so that's uh, something sentimental to me and um, to see my dad's health decline for the past few years here is very heartbreaking for me personally. And so uh, that that was also kind of the drive of like, I need to get out. I need to create a, a different future for for myself and for my future children. And, and at that time, I didn't have a husband yet. I was just dating. But I was like, if I want to have a family, I want a different way of living. And that was my biggest drive. And so I share a little glimpse of that right now. But that's kind of what I wrote about as well of why I chose to go into multifamily investing. And it's it's based on passion. It's based on just that internal drive to find a different path, a different way to make your life happy in your own way. And guys, when you reach that point, like that happiness is contagious. I'm not saying that I'm always happy, um, but it, it's just the feeling of, of that freedom. I guess that's really the best way I can describe it. Um, yes, I'm going to have crappy days because let's be real. Being a mom, it's hard. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old and every day they kick my butt figuratively. Um, so being a parent is hard. And I, I always look back and I'm just like, thank God my parents were amazing to me. I mean, I was such a butthead to them. And then I have two little, two little cute monkeys right now. But boy, do they really... Um, help me grow personally. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say, guys, is that I found what works best for me. And, and I know that I'm still ever evolving and transforming as I go through life. But I just want to share that with you guys of what I found that has worked for me. I was able to quit engineering in just two years. Um, but that didn't come with like just easy work, guys. You have to work hard for it. And I'm I'm that type where I'm boots to the ground and when I'm laser focused on something, it whew, it takes it takes a bit of effort to steer me away from that. And I think that's what helped me get to where I am today. And I know that many of you possess that within you. And I'm trying to share here that it's that why, that drive, that's what's gonna propel you forward. So stay tuned. The book's coming. Um, and if you want to sign up for my virtual classes to meet me virtually until then, uh, go to my website, letsgocreatewealth.com. We have the basics, intermediate, and the advanced classes. I highly, highly recommend you start from the basics because that's where all the fundamentals are taught and everything else is built on top of that. And the other two classes, I won't spend as much time. So if you're, um, so if you're really lost on it, it's not going to be as beneficial. So I want you to get the most bang for your buck. Start with the basics and build from there. Um, so anyways, guys, 
Uh, oh, yeah, one last thing. Um, in the book as well, I'll talk about my investing criteria and how I analyze deals. And I'll also talk about my journey into just like how I, I'm sure you probably attended many seminars, workshops, group events, or whatnot. And if you haven't yet, you're probably going to do the same as you start journey, journeying into this realm. So uh, I talk about my experience with that, my pros and cons. So just do what works best for you. And if there's any burning topic you have in mind that you're like, hey, Pam, hopefully you write about this, please let me know ASAP because like I said, we're working on publishing it. I'm, I'm at my final edits. And if it's something that um, you think would be beneficial to everyone who's listening, I'm all ears. I want, I want your involvement as well because this is for you um, and for others who want to listen to Pam's random words and her and read through her uh, quirky writing style. So anyways, guys, uh, my time's up today. Thanks for listening in. Stay tuned. And if you want to work together, reach out to my team, info at letsgocreatewealth.com or go read a slew of articles that's free about any topic about multifamily uh, real estate investing. It's on my website at letsgocreatewealth.com. And lastly, I have to thank Dish Fiber, who's one of our premier sponsors, for helping making it free. Because guys, as you're well aware, maintaining a website costs money. And the time that I have to pay my team to put into it, it does cost money. So I'm thankful that they've signed on for this year to continue to help keep it free. So if you ever hear about dish fiber or see them or whatnot be sure to thank them as well so thank you dish fiber for that and uh till then let's talk next time bye guys thank you for listening to multifamily mondays i hope you found today's tip or stories or anecdotes really helpful and gets you one step closer to your real estate investing journey I would love to hear your key takeaways from today's episode. Do me a favor, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And in that review, leave your key takeaway from today's episode or suggest any other topics you would love to hear about that deals with multifamily investing or taxes. This is Pam Scamardo signing off. Let's go create wealth and make it a wonderful day.